0: Dave
1: How are you? Ooh. Ooh, Did we get that uh,
0: mic check on record, did we? I think we normally do, Ooh. but I just get it ah, out Very clever um, How are you going? Very well, you? Yeah? Good We're at the local tap house mm. outside uh, It's a little bit cool Who can Not care when we're drinking a lovely glass of Yvonne though? That's true, that's true uh, And we'll welcome our guests straight off the bat um,
2: Shandy from Riders Brewco Shandy, how's it going? Yeah, not bad. That's nice to nice to uh, nice to be here. A little cool as it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you came. We walked in and popped your hoodie right off. Just yeah, to well, I uh, <laughs> just
2: sprint up the stairs, okay. get the um, get the flesh warmed up. I'll right. put it put it, put it right back on in a moment.
0: Yeah, I probably wouldn't blame you. I'm, we're both rugged up in jackets. Also, it's just I imagine
1: some anxiety sweats from being on such a high profile sort of podcast as well. well y- we yes, thought. absolutely. Yeah, sure.
2: yeah, I mean, I barely slept. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's be honest. What's um, <laughs> so going on, Luke? Yeah, I've got some You've news. Got
1: some news to go through. yeah the Why
0: first don't we one I've got from the top of the list. The first one I've got is Cub, C-U-B. Oh yeah. Uh, they're doing a whole lot of shit at the they moment. I I think they're panicking. East Direction. Yeah, they're panicking because uh, they're about to be taken over, or well, there's going to be a big merger, and, and
1: not much else is going on right for them either, <coughs> is it?
0: Well, they say they had their best year in five years, uh, in all the media, but it seems like a case of doth protest too much. It's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, saying how well they're doing, but I'm not. I don't know. Seems
1: to be a lot of um, celebrations going on when they're trying to cover up a lot more stuff, eh? See, uh, they've just put out a
0: pale ale. God, no one's going to give a shit about that. Yeah, I yeah. Um, a
2: bit of media propaganda can go a long way when the ship's sinking.
0: That's true. That's true. But you'd hope that people, looking at you know who's hiring and firing, are going to uh, look at the books as well as
2: the media <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> but maybe the books are good. Who knows? Anyway. Well, they've they've fired some people, you know. So I guess the um. The net worth. I think they just had up, a German
1: takeover today, didn't
2: they? Yeah, there was
0: takeovers and oh, look at brew news. Bruce news
2: have got it covered. They do. Uh,
0: let's not rehash too much. Cub. Let's talk about brewery- breweries that are more interesting. Garage project. They are interesting. I got a bit of a scoop from them. Um, I was chatting to Joss. Did you
1: hear that they're opening a new venue <laughs> in Wellington? <laughs> Maybe that's not quite. It's not quite the breaking scoop. News. Yeah. Um,
0: Joss is was off to the to Germany. Germany and then Ireland, I think. Uh, well, definitely Ireland because he's brewing a collab with Jameson's, nice. the whiskey people. Did you get much information
1: about what the um, collab was? No, uh, he hook?
0: didn't. He didn't say too much, and he was about to catch a flight. Uh, so I don't want to, you know, keep him keep him talking for the sake of my podcast. It's kind of a fun sounding sort of thing, though, isn't but it? But yeah, um, whiskey and and beer is kind of becoming a bit of a thing at the moment. Uh, Glen Morangie, I think it was just put out some wi- uh, whiskey aged and IPA casks. Yeah,
1: I don't know what that's supposed to do. It Doesn't sound like a good thing to me. But I can't uh, imagine
0: you're going to get any flavours. Wh- the guy from Glen Morangie said they're getting. <coughs> ex- <coughs> it's Glen Oh, sorry, Glen Oh right. What did you Gee. say? Glen Morangie. New Zealand accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're, you're excused, it's <laughs> <way. laughs>
0: The the head of them said that he was tasting sweet hop and vanilla notes from the hops. I feel like if I'm drinking scotch and I'm picking up vanilla and uh, sweetness, it's not going to be coming from hops. It's going to be
2: coming from oak. you yeah, imagine
1: so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds <laughs> unlikely. It's kind of a novel idea, but I mean, I don't
2: know. You got you to wonder what was in the barrel prior to the IPA. As I think well. it was
0: um, fresh American oak. They were saying.
2: Right. So, okay. in which case, the IPA is going to be pretty full on too. <laughs>
1: yeah. What was the like? Th- what do you think the
2: goal was? Good How marketing.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Because it's a pretty schmick-looking label. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, but like, um, Innocent
2: Gun did did that sort of thing years ago. Yeah, they were even doing um, uh, barrels and and beer ahead of it. And we often got them in bottles here. And for my money, back then they weren't all that great. Anyhow, yeah. so we'll see how these big corps go with their attempts to get involved.
0: I mean, more experimentation is always a good thing, I guess. But always good with some thought behind it. Yeah, I guess it's, it's more interesting. Uh oh, uh speaking of previously the, the Bev merger thingo, uh they've also just bought out Castile, Triple Carmelite, uh um, oh right, yes. Deus what's the name of them? I can't remember the name of the company that no, Anyway, oh Quark as well are yep. involved, the Trappist Brewery. Um Do we see any beers over here anymore? Uh not legit, no. Yeah. Alright. Not much not much to talk about there then. <laughs> okay. Gage Roads. They
2: bought back their shares from Warwoods. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of interesting. It is interesting. What, what's your take on that? Oh, well, I mean, Gaze Rose aren't new. They've been around for a long time. I definitely remember getting their beers, you know, when they first came over to this coast. And they were, you know, in amongst what little there was available at the time, were, were fantastic. And yeah, then I they obviously <laughs> went down the the um, the bigger brand path and mm. things got a little bit diluted, possibly... Um, so, th- this could be really cool, actually. Hmm.
0: The Little Dove, I had a taste of it, uh, when it just before it won the award. And it
2: was tasting amazing. Right. Just really There's good. There's no doubt they'll know how to make amazing beer. Yeah.
0: And so, they've they've bought that out as kind of a core range beer now. And I think it's slightly higher ABV than the, oh, the one that won the it? champion right. beer. Yeah. I remember that was years ago like when I was at like Dan Murphy or whatever.
1: And I saw the Sleeping Giant or whatever it is IPA. Mm. I think just back in the day, it was just called Gage Roads IPA. Yeah. And that was a, b- a bit like... What is this? See, yeah. That that it's
2: was like probably at the peak of their Willie's integration, coming out with that the Sleeping Giant. I think that was on a that larger, was when they did a full it was re-brand. a larger bottle. They were trying to rebrand. It was Willie's getting involved, but trying to rebrand them up as crap. Yeah.
1: So I think before before they did that is when I first came across it, and I think it was they was it was just called the Gauge Roads IPA, and it had a pretty like nondescript looking like If I could
2: remember the names of any of the, their original beers I would absolutely share them but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. But that is a good
1: sign though I think.
0: Yeah it's interesting Um, and I kind of love the deliciousness around people saying they're not a craft brewery and now suddenly they are. Just the confusion uh, what there.
1: Was it? it was a fi- like a half steak
0: they
2: had 25% to 25% I think it was. It's going to cost a bit to get out. I
0: imagine. Also yeah. they're going to lose a big chunk of their current distribution. Four, yeah of course right? they are. But I guess it's something they're up—they're up, up for that task if they're going to do it. Yeah. Going into a a big brand like a Liquorland or whatever now, it's crazy how much um, you know Lorry Boys and Three Ring Circus. These random brands that that the, the are the same as anything else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess they don't really need a Gauge Roads. Now they've just got this garbage they've got their machine out. working yeah exactly
2: it's incredible the, the volumes of those brands must be huge and yet how many times do you come across them in any of the bottle shops you stumble into yeah yeah <laughs> it's kind of like there's an entirely massive other segment of Definitely. drinkers that are that I've are never seen that anyone
0: stuff. carrying a six pack of it I've never seen anyone drinking a bottle of it I was reading a, a Comment maybe on Facebook or somewhere about one so of official the news there yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe it was that CUB or something and someone's like you know yeah screw the big boys
2: you know get me some lorry
0: boys <laughs> it's like what <laughs> <laughs> what are you serious yeah. I can definitely uh, I, I can uh, tell you that deployed. it works though yeah
2: because my old neighbour um, when I moved in next door to him was um, uh, a Crown Lager drinker and then he started to drink some of my beer and was slowly sort of changing I guess his palate. But then he'd come over to my house in the afternoon with a six-pack and it was for the longest time it would always be one of those brands Mm. they're obviously very available Mm. and really well marketed and they're cleverly disguised as craft beer and so he'd bring them over and i'd dutifully drink them and say nice one thanks luke um and he probably took him about six months before he pulled the wool away from his eyes yeah as well
0: it's yeah and while we kind of keep banging on about it as you know, geeks or people involved in in craft beer, people actually kind of want to know that, like people and people like that, you know, they think they're they're buying something independent, like this is great, or this is independent beer, and then they kind of realize they're being tricked, and they're like, oh, that's a bit shit. <coughs> I thought I was doing.
2: I'm not sure if they're being tricked, but uh, isn't the that the whole point of it, like, though? it's to um, oh, I don't know what the the, the right um, I just there, but it's um, it's um, it's the word isn't as strong as disingenuous, yeah. but maybe it is. I don't
0: know. Well, like they're I mean, they're not always. It's not.
2: They're not open with who's. It's not transparent. Ownish. Yeah, yeah. We'll get, th- get. You could talk to Matt Kierkegaard all day about that. Read news. Said brews said news again yeah. for for more takes. Yeah, on this for more <laughs> <one, yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> takes. Check out the uh, the grumpy pint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Hi, Matt. Speaking hmm. of big breweries, uh, James Squire, uh, bringing out the Malt shovel brewers. <sighs> um, Give us it for three months.
1: JS and we will organise it for you. You don't need to be going through all this nonsense.
0: <laughs> As you say, give us the brand. Yeah, oh, didn't yeah, you blokes
2: say that on one of the podcasts before? Who was Maybe it? I'm sure we have said it. But yeah, so I'm da- pretty sure I was listening, and somebody said, G- "Hand over the keys. Yeah. I'll fix it."
0: Yeah, that's probably us. We're, oh. we're that arrogant. Yeah, <laughs> it could have been you blokes. <laughs> um, but I guess yeah, Dave and I were talking about this over email about how. Malt Shovel brews James Squire beers, and then it's a different range. Oh, it's so confusing to me, just call them all James Squire. Definitely, it's. Oh, I just don't understand their strategy <laughs>
1: behind it.
2: Again, another brand that used to have cracker beers 10 years ago drinking their pills Pilsner was, like it was a diamond in the rough. Mm. It was awesome beer, and then I know the breweries changed around locations, and um, the beer, As it was coming from Camperdown was great, and then Mm. I think it moved, and oh look, it's it's all this, all like in the dim and distant past now for me. But yeah, those those beers have been around for a long, long time, and I guess they just mishandled the brand quite a lot. I think they sell it a shitload again, but it just seems like a directionless like i don't
1: see an end goal not as bad as mm. matilda b no no <laughs> well, yeah, that's another that's another story another
0: Rutherless another, yeah. shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah the the have branding and the james squire branding i think that's just confusing like just call them one or the sure. other that's Absolutely. what i'm talking about yeah. it just
2: makes it makes consumers confused yeah
1: i think and i think the james squire brand's got
0: potential to,
1: to get some real that, traction that's credibility that's the one that yeah. everyone
0: knows and if you talk to people that are Might not be super beer geeks, but love beer. They'll have James Squire as a, you know, a beloved brand. They won't, you ask them what Malt Shovel is, and they're not going to know what it is. Uh, I
1: haven't had it for years, but, like, I always remember that that James Squire's porter was always a pretty solid, reasonable porter. Yeah, that's the one that...
0: You could bank on, yeah. I
1: don't know.
0: I had the Hop Thief 8. That was not very exciting.
1: Yeah, but whenever any of these brands, like preach or market around the hop character and tell you about the hops, you know it's going to be disappointing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, because it builds up that expectation. Sure.
2: But that's your expectation of yeah, what exactly. a hoppy beer is. I could tell you plenty of my friends who took the longest time to even, you know, stomach a, um, a bottle of Little Creatures Pale Ale. Mm. No, thank you, friend. That is too <laughs> hoppy Maybe. for me. Yeah. All right, we'll mm-hmm. come back. Yeah, and, um, and then you get into the whole cycle of people saying, uh, who who adv- who kind of um, uh, advance themselves and and then start to complain that that beer is not the same anymore and it's all bollocks. But um, yeah, if it's hoppy to you, then it's going to be probably undrinkable to the volume of customers they need to sell it to. Yeah, I think that's a fair comment. Yeah. Hmm. I still don't really like it. No, I mean you're not <laughs> 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 you're not obliged to. Yeah,
0: by no means. Um, I still never got my free bottle either. Oh, he's just oh, we've oh got he's to the <laughs> root of it, haven't <laughs> we? He's yeah, about no freebies. Yeah. After yeah. much back and forth. Camaray Crafts have closed down in Sydney. Sad, isn't it? F- friends of ours, uh, Willie and Adrian, were behind that one. Was that a brewery? No, that was just a bottle shop. Uh, sorry, no. a bar. Ah, um, bar restaurant. Yeah. I'd never actually been never So actually close been friends there.
2: then. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm never in Sydney. <laughs>
0: I would have liked to have gone, but... Um,
2: but I don't really like them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, rubbish. I went out to Sydney and just didn't go there. Was no.
0: <laughs> um, unfortunately, good, good
2: there's
1: a good place next door.
0: <laughs> across the road. <laughs> awesome, but um, yeah. uh, talking to, to Willie, the owner, yeah, they, they seem a little bit, you know, disappointed that it didn't pan out. Of course. But, uh, I think he was optimistic about the lessons and what's in the future for them. So good luck. Yeah, good luck, guys. Um, We're we'll definitely coming to the next place. Speaking of, I
1: guess...
2: Business as long as it's not in Sydney, because that's just too difficult <laughs> and far. Oh, yeah, as we're, as
0: we're it's never going to go there yeah. if it's in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, I guess, business or beer, things that don't quite pan out, Strath Creek, which is a brewery. <laughs> um, <laughs> which one is this? Oh, some regional brewery. Um, they were in Brews News again. Um, and they had a Kickstarter, and they were well short of their... Oh, I think uh, I saw. weren't they looking for two hundred and forty yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. So I think they sort of got in. Four, got the forty, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so well, it I'm didn't surprised at that, to be honest. First thing I'd heard of it, so you know, obviously they hadn't really done any, or maybe some local media, but, um, you know, even though craft beer is all taking off and everyone's loving it at the moment, it's still a business, and
2: it's yeah. hard to see what the. Like, I've seen a couple of those kickstarters and reading the rewards, like, oh, well, you're going to give me. Couple of six packs for the price of a couple of six packs. Okay, might just go and buy a couple of six packs. <laughs> Good luck. I'm not You're sure there's enough incentive there.
0: You really need to have a sort of a credibility already yeah. as a brand, or, or people like you to. I don't to love the
1: you. Kickstarter basis for breweries. Like, it has to be like an outstanding presentation and breakdown of what the money's going to be doing
0: for me to like consider it. But yeah, I just don't like it. And when you look at what Stone did, they went back on theirs. Like, they launched it as one thing and then just kept on changing it because the reaction was so bad. So, you know, if those guys with a big marketing team, a lot of money behind them, and a lot of love from the craft beer geeks can get it wrong, um, then, you know, it must be a pretty treacherous thing.
2: Kickstarter is good for products. Mm. I, th- I think that's the bottom line. And, and tech. Point. Tech and, and, and tech products work well. But, yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah
0: there's so much oh, choice. As know. you said, Could just go down and get a six-pack or something you know. Yeah, it really is.
1: Uh, What's God. next in the list? Oh,
0: I went to Colonial Brewery in oh yeah. the old Matilda Bay Brewery. And you were pretty impressed, weren't you? Really good setup. Uh, a lot of money behind that, that group. Um, I think the owner, or previous owner, I think he's still the owner, is the head of CompuShare. It like sounds like a thing. fake company. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah.
2: Isn't that where someone in the, the Simpsons works? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just down from Penetrode. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Hank's, Hank Scorpio, he's the guy yeah. you're talking about, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, but amazing, amazing setup. Man, it's the kind of place you want to have, like, just drink beers and enjoy a, a long evening.
2: I think um, there's a couple of destinations down there because friends of mine, um, are in, a b- in fact, Gus, the brewery boss, he's oh. in a band. They played at a distillery in Port Melbourne, what? last Saturday. Yeah, right. True story.
0: Never,
1: it's huh. interesting. Yep. Port Melbourne's becoming a thing. All we need to do is get better
0: transport there and we
1: will be there in a heartbeat. Yeah.
2: Probably <laughs> why I never made it down when uh, Matilda Bay <laughs> was there. It's just a crime against That's me.
0: Yeah, I, I never went when Matilda Bay was there because yeah. I planned on it. but. Oh,
2: I, I planned for a long time.
1: Yeah, um, I remember I was just looking for someone to guinea pig and then give me a great recommendation. And then my mum works down that way and had a, like a w- work lunch there, raved about it. And I was like, oh, great. It's still kind of hard to get to. So, I don't know if I'll make it down. And um, here we are. It's colonial. But I reckon I'll definitely look, make it down this two time. food
0: trucks, massive space, really comfortable space. They took down, Matilda Bay had like these bank, you know, bank towers have those wires that go straight across to stop yeah. you like reaching over and... Ah, uh, yeah, they have
2: those in bottle shops in Glasgow as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, sure. <laughs> CF11s have them as well here. Yeah, as well. yeah that's true. Um, they had them apparently like all around where the, the bar was. So to look through the brewery, you're basically looking through this kind of cage. Oh. So they said the first thing they did was just take them down. Sure. And the f- like you notice when you walk in, you can see all the tanks and everything. Just looks beautiful and pristine, and, and yeah, a great space. So um, definitely be back there to have a few beers. Yeah, why not? Let us
2: know how you get there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> bus. It was a good bus. It stopped right outside. It was a terrible bus. <laughs> um, Bruce Vegas, Queensland Beer Week, Sydney Beer Week and Melbourne Good Beer Week are all in various states of play in terms of you have to register for them for next year or the other ones coming up. Right. Just if you're in that area and you want to get involved, look them up. Just make sure you're on top of things. Don't want to miss out. Um, oh, and in the International Beer Awards in the US, and sorry, in the UK, I think that's what they're called, uh, Prancing Pony took out the champion beer did it from Far right. South, South Australia good on them but um, I think um, Hawkers
1: did pretty well too, Hawkers did pretty,
0: yeah. well did pretty well and Age did pretty well Age always go to that one I don't know I don't really know how much credibility it has and I'm not that's not a slide on Edge or anything it's more sounds a bit like it I know right there's yeah. <laughs> no way of saying it but like <laughs> it's just kind of one of these things that keeps popping up every now and then as you know Age and Hawthorn how Warporn? many
2: international quote yeah, unquote yeah. beer and um, Competitions are, There there are, there are so many that yeah. There's a, there's a few here.
0: Um, I don't know how many entrants it has, and and but to to do well in any competition means you're putting out. Yeah, of course. Yeah, going to pass this muster by the judges. So, yeah, good work to those guys. Um, all right. I don't have any more news. So let's come let's back and have uh, a little break. All right, welcome back. Uh, Shandy's just been kind enough to pour us one of his beers. You said it came off a bottling line two days ago? No, no, yesterday. 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 Twice as fresh as that. Uh, So it's your Easy Rider, Golden Ale. Yes. Tell us about it. Ooh, smells fresh.
2: Yeah, Yeah, so this is our... um, It does smell fresh. Yeah, this is is the beer we sell the most of, right? As with any brewery, your easiest drinking, most sessionable beer is the one that you're going to sell a lot of, so... um, this is it for us, 4.6% uh, blend of um, uh, malty barley and a fair portion of wheat and um, not too bitter and heavily dry hopped so we get a huge, um, nice um, tropical kind of uh, fruity aroma there that, that makes it you know, sing out of the glass as long as it's fresh.
0: Would you say this is um, almost the kind of Australian pale, Australian golden ale, the kind of archetype?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think... Um, this type of beer has been completely legitimized now as a style, really, because um, uh, you've got Stone and Wood Pacific Ale, you've got um, Mountain Goat Summer Ale and also the uh, the Steam Ale, all kind of cut from the same mold. And, and whereas um, every startup Australian brewery used to make um, an American Pale Ale as their sort of hero beer, and, and that's what they would sell the most of, um, this, this style has evolved to become, like you say, you know, the, uh, the sort of Australian paleo kind of thing. Mm. And um, uh, th- this, f- for us, evolved from a backyard beer that I just always used to have um, as a home brewer and keg. Um, really, you know, barbecues weren't the same without it. And, and it's, yeah, it's taken off as our biggest seller. Awesome. By how much? Oh, I d- look, I don't know the numbers, but it's probably approaching 40% of everything. That's pretty good, of yeah.
1: everything. um It's good to have that... Um, dependability.
2: Yeah, and it gets it gets on and um you know, I think uh what's the name of the pub? There's one up a couple, one or two actually pubs up in the up in the north that just just kind of go keg to keg for you know, half the year on this. that's no, great. Yeah, it's yeah. really helpful. Yeah, I mean if if anything it's probably derived of an American wheat style. Um I think um sorry, Galaxy um has a has a lot to answer for, and certainly promoting um, the stone and wood um, version, and and they could be seen as uh, you know are, that sort of styles um, Sierra Nevada pale ale almost for for the style in, in Australia. We use Citra in this one. Which is probably the most foolish thing we ever decided to do because it's incredibly hard to get enough of it over the course of the year
0: yeah i imagine that's and that's going to only get harder to get right
2: i guess so yeah will you
1: experiment with switching out citra for something
2: else i don't think we can to be honest because it's a single hop beer yeah we dug our own grave there but you know we put in our orders um or rather, our forecasts uh, to Bintanian. look, we're still a small brewery, mm. uh, so they, is that, is they look after us, though. So we should we should be all right. Is that challenging, I guess, or and for you guys because you're not you're not huge. Nah, th- we don't face the same challenges as, as as other breweries yet, to be honest. We're just about to kind of actually almost triple our volume oh. when um, when China decides sen- decides to send us our their, uh, our new tanks. So um, that might change things around a little bit.
0: Hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. What's your uh, ETA on that?
2: Good question. <laughs> okay. I think Gus saw some photographs of the tanks the other day, looking pretty cool. Um, probably, um, probably a, an easy eight weeks from now. Still, I'd say this is it's not a, not wise to uh, get too ambitious on delivery dates. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> How do the extra tanks relate to the space that you have currently? Ah, oh,
2: we've got plenty of room. Right. Yeah, because we're out in the we're out in the Burbs down in Marabyn. Um, Whereabouts
1: specifically? Because that's sort of my area. So well, yeah.
2: I'd hate to have to tell you the address. <laughs> 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 you hear Dave popping yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> knock, knock. There isn't even a There isn't even a sign outside. Exactly. We're not a, We're not a destination, um, but we are actually just around the corner from Two Brothers.
0: Right. Okay. Would that ever be uh, on the plans to to make? Oh that a
2: yeah! Look, I definitely press Gus on that all the time. Come on, mate. Let's roll the door up and. You know, have a Friday Saturday thing going here, um, but he likes to surf, so you know, oh yeah, he, right. you know, and he's, he likes his lifestyle, so
0: so, so tell <laughs> him to do it based on the tides then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll open when the tides out. Yeah, if
2: it's a shitty shitty day out there, yeah, yeah. we'll open the park. Well,
0: that um, I guess comes into the name of the brand. Yes, pretty um, much. Riders, is kind of you guys both love to ride boards, is that?
2: Yeah, um, Gus is um, Gus is a surfer, and I'm a somewhat part time skater. Um we both like riding bikes. That's kind of how it came around. It's one of those difficult things to decide in the first place what what you're going to call anything mm. frankly. I've got two children and that was not that was far easier than this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're also called riders. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> yeah. yeah. Rider rider one, yeah. rider two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um and how did how did this very come about? Cuz there's a story's kind of interesting, wasn't it? You
2: were uh, home-brewing and Yeah, so Gus is an old um, well uh, rather he he still lives where he he does. Um, I was a neighbour across the road and lived in a really nice street in Elwood with a, was a cul-de-sac and I um I was at the uh, the, the junction of the cul-de-sac with a, with a garage that opened out onto the street where I used to do my brewing and you can't get away with that in secret for very long.
1: <laughs> All of a sudden you had a whole bunch of new friends. All here. of a sudden,
2: yeah, I'm like the most popular guy around <laughs> and um, you know, it was really nice Nice community down there. The kids all got on. Like I say, it's a cul de sac. So it's a very safe little street. And we used to sit out, you know, just in the camp chairs, drinking, drinking beer, and um, lighting fires. Probably <laughs> late. never mind. The council isn't listening, right? And um, no, they're big listeners. They're yeah. big what listeners? if the council <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um
2: So yeah, Gus. Um, what an
1: idyllic f- image of suburban lifestyle! I know, Isn't right? It yeah. <laughs> Just imagine kids playing cricket in the front. Absolutely,
2: <laughs> mums drinking wine, dads <laughs> drinking beer. It's very stereotypical. I really hate myself for that, but <laughs> <What>? uh, <laughs> I'm so disappointed.
0: That's a really good story. I never like.
2: want to be part of a stereotype. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, Gus uh, obviously comes from a wine family. They've got the Kellybrook Winery in the Yarra Valley there, and Tim and his brother run the. Um, uh, the Kelly Brothers Cider Company, and um, Gus is really a big beer drinker at heart, and and he he was keen in conversation with me to one day, you know, put the beers I were I was I were make, oh, became Cornish <laughs> there for a second, uh, put the beers I was making into into package and you know do something, and then you know I think it was probably a couple of years of of him saying that this was going to happen, and then one day he came over and said. I've found a brewery, a UN. And that was that. All right. So I guess, yeah, that's a nice story there.
0: I, yeah, I really like it. Um, It's kind of organic rather than... Yeah. It's better than two blokes in a pub decided we should give this a crack oh. <laughs> one day. <laughs> <laughs> let's have a brand yeah, beer. Yeah, let's build a brand. Let's build a brand. Um, So that's the genesis. How long ago th- was that?
2: Uh, yeah, so those initial conversations were probably four years ago and the brewery's been open probably... Uh, a bit over two years. Yeah, I think our birthday's around May, around about the time of the uh, Kellybrook Cider Festival because that's when we first packaged beers and um, unleashed them on people. So do you work in like distribution and stuff through the Kellybrook arm, um, or it's all, in, all separate of each other? Yeah, look, everything's a little bit separate. Uh, I can't tell you all the details. Um, Sounds but so clandestine. <laughs> yeah, it's a very secret organisation. Yeah. No address. Uh, I think I think no you g- miss you're you're confusing clandestine with uh, disorganised. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but we should have just stuck with clandestine. We've got, sure. we got sales,
2: we've got sales, sales staff, and uh, and distribution as well, yeah. um, which is ever growing. So the sales is shared at the moment, um, at least in Victoria, across uh, the wine, the cider, and the beer. Yeah. Is so, it Sean, can sort, Sean can sort out an entire pub, no bother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, a good way to get into a pub, right? Isn't yeah, it? I think so.
0: Um, it's kind of been, I guess, organic. Like, you're, you're still working uh, full-time? Like uh, work I, work, I work for myself, yeah, okay, in, so
2: in uh, computer things. So, how does how does your work um, and computer
0: things balance now with, with Look, growing? It's all
2: very compatible, actually. Most of my computer things are now... It's um, hilarious just referring to it as Computer Things <laughs> constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just call it that and get yeah. back to the no, I'm a <laughs> front end web developer, as you know, Luke. Um, and yeah, a lot of that work is now um, focused around helping out um, breweries and, and beer related businesses to do their online stuff. So cool. it's kind of all quite It's a good way It's to all quite sort of cozy. It, I, I do a lot it? of work yeah. for the Tap House. Mm. Um, all the Gabs stuff? Yeah, but they're. Um, they're very clandestine um, <laughs> database application and <laughs> whatnot. Anyway, that's all complicated.
0: And I guess growth, growth of the, the brand, you've got a you see triple capacity. So is it about to take a big leap in growth?
2: Yeah, look, I don't think any of us are very um, um, going to say anything too ambitious. Um, like I say, it's, it's actually just a lot of fun what we're doing at the moment, but the volumes are increasing and the interest is there. And we've done a lot of work what we've done over the past two years is not push anything too hard and really focus on being able to make sure that the product we're putting out is good because we've had a few hiccups and we've done a few you know well rather made a few mistakes and unintentionally of course and and gained a lot of learning from it and um, uh, as i was explaining off mic earlier this this beer that we're drinking here um, was bottled only yesterday um, with a fancy new machine that doesn't belong to us, but as a mobile bottling unit, which I think will be online now um, after they guinea-pigged us. And um, yeah, it's all about getting the quality into the bottle. So we were able to get fresh, fresh, fresh beer out of our bright tank, which we had um, had measured across its entire journey at low low DO, um, that's dissolved oxygens, and, and had it... Um, lab tested for bacterias and things like that and it was in pristine condition. And the bottles came out through this new bottling machine at, um, just under ten part per billion oxygen measured. So we've 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 gone from, you know, being very, very rustic to making investments in things that are gonna hopefully mean that people are getting high quality beer from us. Because there's an awful lot of beer coming out of craft breweries which is probably ace tasting in the Bright Tank and and maybe not so awesome when it's been in a bottle and then in a bottle shop for a couple of months. And
0: a lot of people don't realise that oxygen's probably the, the biggest one. O- outside of, you know, assuming your sanitation's all 100% accurate. Yeah, yeah, whatever, absolutely. Um,
2: We've spent a lot of time and, you know, energy in the past sort of six months to a year working on that.
0: Mm. How long is it going to take
1: to um, to know if it's been a 100% success with this kind of bottling?
2: Oh well, we measured direct straight away, so we've got equipment now, um, so that we take the bottle, we take the f- bottles off the bottling line as they, uh, as they, as they're you know crowned and come along the conveyor, we pop them under a machine which pierces the the cap, um, puts a big rod down into it, forces the beer out through a tube and through our oxygen meter, and so we can tell straight away whether or not we go or we stop. Nice, and that's awesome. Yeah.
1: So with tripling capacity, are you going to have your own? packaging oh, Well, we already have, right? Okay. Yeah, we
2: do have a bottling line. This was us. Uh, we were more or less helping someone out by letting them come in and bottle our product Oh, I see. <laughs> right, okay. <So laughs> such a good, kind thing yeah. to do. I, was just, I would, you know, we're that kind of, <laughs> those kind of guys. But so um, how does this? But how does, how lo- does this looking at all of these improvements that we can take, if mm. we can learn something from Jeff about the way he ran that machine and put it, you know, use it on our, um, mm. our machine. I mean, we get our, we got our dissolved oxygen's down in the last few bottling runs to. I think about thirty, but his is a very fancy new thing, and it got down to ten, which T- is superb. To give some
0: um, you know, perspective for people that, that might not know what that means, what's kind of a what's a good level to you?
2: Uh, well, it's not just to me. Industry would tell you that anything under fifty, or actually, you know, a lot of people will tell you a hundred is a good number. Right. And when you when you're talking about hoppy beers, obviously, lowers lower is better. Mm. So, is there anything that? Um, that's but that's just one of the things that we've been trying to, you know, do and, and improve. Is there anything like
1: process-wise that you can apply from Jeff's system into your own packaging
2: system to Yeah, I think about $500,000 probably right, should cover okay, it. Okay, <laughs> No, I'd nice. say more than that. But,
1: but I mean, like not uh, anything physical equipment-wise. Is there
0: anything that you
2: can... Uh, yeah, yeah, those things. Absolutely. You c- every day is a school day when you're looking at other sure, people's processes.
0: Yeah. That's something that Sierra Nevada... That really focus on as well. Oh was my god! Keeping oxygen out, and we had a four-year-old optimum, to yeah, and it still really? tasted like a pretty fresh IPA. Yeah, um, yeah right. And they um
2: they used to go on about a thing they had called the oxygen scavenging cap, which they used on their bottles. Plus, the bottle conditions. So, yeah, they're, they're they're they um I think if you if you look at any interview that um uh, Jeff Grossman's done, is that his name? Is it Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. Which one's the dad?
1: Uh, it was was well Ken and Steve, isn't it? Steve. Steve. Sorry, yeah. why would I call him Jeff? That's, That's wrong with me. That's the other brother. There's nothing to do with beer. He's yeah. yeah, he's the wine guy.
2: Yeah. Um, any interviews I've ever heard uh, with him, it's always been about how the first thing he could he could afford after he'd um, set up the brewery was buy a microscope. You know. Yeah. So it's important stuff.
0: Mm, it's good to hear that you're, you're going through all those processes as well as you're about to grow like yeah well I think, I think like everyone
1: really
2: needs to these days
1: that's one thing that we're seeing now is like there's so many bottles that we open that just taste subpar. like I think we had a, g- we had a bit of a tongue-in-cheek comment that the only way we can drink beer now is fresh at, that at a brewery ah yeah it's you just get spoiled y- y- yeah. you do don't, don't
0: you yeah. um, <laughs> and, and these days there's so much choice that why would I take a risk <laughs> exactly. on someone I've just fucked it up in the past I'm gonna go for
2: no, and you don't yeah you don't get a lot of second chances and just even you know, obviously cans are becoming really, um, uh, really trendy right now. Really popular. Putting a beer in a can isn't a panacea either. Mm. I've had oxidized. I've had local beer in cans, Victorian beer in cans. that has been oxidized, so it doesn't cure yeah. uh, everything. There's well, if processes there's in there you can't get it out. Yeah, you gotta. There, right? Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a litany of stuff to learn.
1: Whenever I hear about a wine background coming from a brewery, I'm thinking barrels. Do you guys have any access that other people may not have access to that's yeah. going to be fun in the future?
2: Yeah, look, there's definitely potential there. But um, as I'm obviously <coughs> sounding quite keen to stress, we're really focused on quality product at the moment before we experiment. And we're definitely not going to experiment for experiment's sake and then and then unleash you know subpar beer. Um, to people so we've got to you know cross uh, all the t's dot all the i's make sure that everything is nailed down you know making these styles of beer the way that we do uh before we'll do that but we've we've done some we do in-house experiments and we're always making beer just for us to drink in the brewery and uh you so know it keeps you fresh and there's a little bit of that going on thing, yeah. but we're we're not the type of brewery who's just going to go bat shit Crazy experimenting and then expect everyone to drink it. Mm. Uh, That's I feel that's unfair on consumers.
0: There are a lot of beers that were hyped or you know very excitable when they first came out that are still sitting on shelves two or three years later that no one wants to buy now because it's.
2: I'm you know um you know we we've got a tetanus encrusted wheelbarrow we're just not ready to use it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But also I mean like I don't think being prolific is a positive thing all the time. Yeah,
2: it's not. I am. when we just started, actually, I was speaking to Dave Benight and he said, Oh, we, you know, we've got these three beers. And I think Dave, who was probably just as pissed as I was at the time, said, Just get one of them right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Sound advice, Dave.
0: Make it as iconic as Hytale. Absolutely. And then supersede that with Summer and Steam. And yeah. Then you'll be fine. But it's, uh, yeah, give I uh, a call and then <laughs> uh, cash <laughs> in. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, can't, I can't see that happening. <laughs> um,.
1: So what are the, are your other beers? You never know. You might be able to get work on the Asahi front end web development as well. Oh yeah. Sneak yeah. in on the. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a uh, two pronged uh, attack. Condition yeah. of the. Tra- <laughs> the yes. Yeah, meet yeah. me on my yacht later.
2: <laughs> um, other beers. Well, I brought us. I brought us basically one each of our um of our sort of core range. So I'll I can get more.
0: Let's uh have a quick pause.
2: We don't need to pause. Right, surely. We'll now. Uh, I've had this beer
1: twice before and it's it's unfortunate but I think that a lot of beers fall into this category it's one of these beers where I go this is so good why don't I have a six pack in my fridge all the time and then when I see it again I go haven't had that beer in like five months why not um, it's such a really clean delicious so what's the beer it's for it's people oh oh yeah can't right. see it. I've got the label in my eyes but we're drinking the oh XPA right. yeah
2: what's the story behind this so again, this is um, this is just one of the beers that I've been making for a long time. It's a pale ale. I, um, look, I sort of got fed up. At the, it's probably a little bit before you guys were involved in craft beer, but for the longest time, every um, every new craft brewery in Australia opened up their um, portfolio with an American an American pale ale, and it was always four point nine percent or five percent, and just very cookie cutter and not not really punching anywhere and I got a bit fed up drinking those so I thought I'm going to make a pale ale that is, I want to drink um, and and you even look back at the archetype of Sierra Nevada pale ale it's 5.6% so why weren't people making something but at 5.6% you got a little bit more opportunity for malt flavor etc so I've been making this one 5.8% it's English malt Um hops have changed over the years but we settled on a blend of um uh, mosaic, uh, Centennial, and Amarillo—I believe for uh, for the production version—and it, I you know—and it stayed so. Do you uh, think that the um, generation of
1: newer brewers that are making these kinds of XPA brewers like cut their teeth drinking Sierra Nevada pale ale, and that's the question they asked: Why aren't these beers being? Produced I'm not locally? sure.
2: I'm not sure. Things are always shifting around. Um, the funniest thing, probably, about this beer is I decided to call it XPA just because it sounded better than paleo and it sounded better than IPA and like X's are cool and you know they <laughs> sound know, like a little bit superhero. Yeah, you're yeah. from Riders it's as well. It's a bit. It's a bit, su- games, it's a bit <laughs> superhero, you know. And then we were literally days away from launching it, and Scott from Wolf of the Willows approached me at Ale Stars and said, "Oh, mate, this is fucked." I said, "What? What? What's wrong?" I said. Well, I'm just starting up the brewery, and our first beer's called XPA, and oh, God, this is awkward. It's like, oh, don't worry about Two it, man. Two skaters making yeah, XPA's, XPAs, yeah, it's exactly. Like, don't, don't worry about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> and his, his is completely different. Um, yeah, yeah. And I just, I, I think now, the, the I've, rec- I've considered renaming this beer because I think the, the XPA b- sort of thing has been co-opted by people in all different kinds of ways, what? and I only ever meant it as a name.
0: It's so crazy. It's one of those terms that's so divisive, and I don't really get it. Like, I can understand... I can see the reasoning behind it. And as you said, X is a fucking cool letter. It's um, the best.
2: And... You can't spell xylophone without it. Good
1: point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the other thing is, like, it's, it's a apt description of what it is. Hmm.
0: Like, it's a strong pale ale. It's like an X... Ex- Particularly for the Australian market as well. Like, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I can't tell you
2: the amount of shit we get for have that strong pale ale thing. The... People are untapped. Love to hang shit on us. You know a bit what? People are untapped. Oh, uh, strong! strong it's not strong. Yeah. Like, well, if we enter it in a competition, that's actually the category. <laughs> so we're just trying to be helpful here. Do you reply to them with that? Cause no, I, I, don't can start a <laughs> I don't even. great. I don't even.
1: I think that's very healthy too. Yeah, to can <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I've seen, I've seen how that can go. I think um, after
1: a few beers, Grum from Exit can get oh. a little bit lost. Oh, in, really? Yeah. In the oh, look,
2: you're uh, better yes. off just staying out of it. <laughs>
0: I think that that's like for everyone. Like, rate a beer to how you like it, and just stay out of everyone yeah. else's. And
1: again, with everything, don't like read
0: the comments.
2: Yeah, don't Facebook yeah. when you're oh, drunk. I fucking love comments. I know you love the comments. It's so not <laughs> healthy. Yeah. Give me, give me them comments, yeah. man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So, how in terms of sales, how does this go? This beer
1: smells like a brewery. Do you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> Weird, huh? Uh, this is also fresh, and I mean, this is um, for 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 a while, this was not. A great seller and i would I would posit the notion that that's because this beer was the real canary in the coal mine for us um if if anything that we would know when we weren't being awesome with our packaged oxygen, kegs were always fantastic, and then we'd drink bottles you know six weeks after we'd bottled, and we'd be like, Oh shit, this is not tasting how it should, so this is probably the beer that drove us hardest. Towards um, process improvement for packaging, yeah, because it's super hoppy for you know that five point eight percent, and and um, the minute that that oxidizes, it just and and it's also got a fairly biscuity, rich you know English malt background. So if that oxidizes, it just it turns to you know toffee soup, which is not great. I don't know about you guys, but it's not my kind of kind of drink. We're, we're completely anti toffee oh, soup. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, um so now now we're actually seeing an increase in the sales on this one. Right. It's interesting
0: yeah. cool. Like it's interesting that you can see you know, people say that so many quality beers got get overlooked on the shelves and all that kind of a thing, but you you know, you know that there's been a, an upswing in quality and you noticed an upswing yeah, in quality well so.
2: I'd hope that every um, you know, small independent brewery that's starting up or, you know, trying to, you know, increase sales is is going through the same process as we are. Because it's you know, if you haven't got quality all the marketing well wait a minute what am I saying we were talking earlier about how uh, <laughs> all the branding in the world can sell poor quality <laughs> but not 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 in not in this sector yeah yeah The what's in the bottle must be of the highest quality
0: when I guess there's no no brand engagement for you guys in terms of you look on the shelf and they're seeing just brand after brand after brand um, you know you don't have TV ads or anything like that so people don't know what your brand is you
1: haven't got any TV ads Ah, oh, yeah w- no
0: Channel 31 no, weirdly yeah. <laughs> okay so, like, yeah, if, if, if you pick it up and it's not quality.
2: I feel like this is my radio ad. <laughs> right Do it. Let's just just it's the the uh, right I too. can it's put in, like, a, a spring sound effect yeah. and a toilet flush. <laughs> <laughs> Um Oh, so what hops uh, the in this one? Uh, yeah, like I said to Dave, um, it's uh, Centennial. A Mosaic is really the hero hop, and there's Amarillo in there as well, which is a, f- a fond favourite of mine. Um, but Mosaic's the hero H- dry hop, at least, in here. It's a blend of all three throughout the whole brew, but um, when we get to dry hop, we definitely lean harder into the Centennial and, the, and then the Mosaic's the the biggest one. How Again, a problem we might encounter. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so all those hops are very very popular. Yeah. Mosaic especially, right? It's
2: like yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think um, just from what I've been hearing on uh, US podcasts, certainly in the uh, the West Coast, you know, there's a lot of um, Mosaic pale ales being made and. Hopefully there'll be a backlash and they won't want all those hops and we can get them next yeah.
1: year. <laughs> I think that's one thing that a lot of breweries um, are putting a focus into. It's um, designing a lot of their hop profiles around uh, agility so they can I switch like it and switch I, it I out. like so this agility.
0: <laughs> the agile structure. That's the hot word. Yeah. I'll, um, <laughs> I'll refer
2: back to you know w- one of our industry gurus, Dave Benighton. Who, in another convers- another p- possibly drunk conversation, I had with Dave, or maybe even ten years ago, saying he he would um you know always want to have at least four or five hops in a beer just so that he can be agile with a switch out if he had to.
0: It's mm. good advice. It's interesting advice.
2: I'll listen to any advice from Dave. Absolutely, Definitely. be stupid not to.
0: Um, sure. So, you're obviously not from Australia. How did you? What <laughs> give that away? <laughs> How did you uh, get to be running a brewery, owning a brewery in Australia?
2: Um, well, I've lived here for quite a long time. That helps, and um, I yeah, I just I've been home brewing probably longer than a lot of people in commercial brewing have actually been brewing. I think I started homebrewing oh, maybe a dozen years ago. Um, and uh, been honing the craft ever since then, and and really, it's by happy accident that uh, you know I encountered Gus. I always wanted to either start a brewery myself, own a brewery, um, or otherwise be involved. And and yeah, as luck would have it, um, things fell into place. So twelve years I ago, I should probably feel a lot more sort of yeah. <laughs> grateful for this, you know. <laughs> really?
1: What um what ingredients were available to you twelve years ago to make beers?
2: Well. I couldn't tell you exactly how long they've been running but grape and grain in Yarraville now
1: grain uh, and grape grain and I grape think. sorry just yeah i get to avoid yeah, the confusion I yeah I, I
2: often get that, yeah. that mixed up yeah. um As john should, yeah. john and again
1: because john. john is a proprietor at uh, grape and Grain, so it's grains john, john's yeah. been running that place
2: yeah. for well you'd have to ask him but it's probably 15 Twi- years i thought it was up to 20. is years, it 20. he's uh, another hero yeah I might just that he's out a big hero he's a big hero and um they used to actually. The shop used to be somewhere else. I can't tell you Oh, where really? It, it was in K- Kensington. Is that? Yeah, I think it was in Kensington, yeah. where I used to st- when I started going there when it was a little bit smaller than it is now. And um, yeah, look, John always made sure there was there was great ingredients available. I started off, you know, kit and kilo like everyone else. So were you
1: living in Elwood the whole time?
2: Uh, back then, I was living in a unit in South Yarra.
1: Right. Still, you had to go from South Yarra to. Kensington or I made pilgrimages
2: Yarraville. for for beer all the time. It's, it wasn't the same landscape as it is now. Grain and Grapes, the the mecca for, for home brewers in Melbourne, was for, has been and continues to be. Um, John organises the ANHC along with a number of other people. And yeah, so I, I was making the pilgrimage out there, like I say, a dozen or more years ago to Kensington and now they're in Yarraville for beer. But you know you will, you know, we travel a long way for beer. I used to do all my bottle beer shopping in Surrey Hills, yeah. so at Purvis, yeah, in the original Surrey Hills venue. That's where you had to go. There was literally there was there and Ackland Sellers, um, more or less for beer. Ackland Sellers had a range of um, huge range en- en- of English, the time, yeah, English ales and um, Purvis were getting involved with some of the some of the local brewers. That's where I first met um, Ben Krause, probably almost a decade ago as yeah. well wow. maybe more I don't know Um
0: and it's, it's interesting you say that because these days almost every suburb oh, has you kids have got it so easy I <laughs> know, right it's <laughs> great and you know wha- like when we sort of we got into it about the same time maybe six or seven years ago and you know slow beer was slow beer was already six jeez yeah, uh, yeah. Um yeah, good that makes
2: Chris old as well yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know that was you still had to travel for it though like going to slow beer was a occasion and even up until three years ago, two years ago, you'd still be going out of way to I think you'll boat. find they're
2: online now, Luke, yeah, and i yeah. uh, <laughs> <a> certain somebody <laughs> <they> might have, <laughs> have helped them with that. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> do, do you know who that might have been? Just
2: I can't mention their name no, in okay. any, you know, <laughs> conscience. <laughs> it's me.
0: Um, It's a good site, actually. I, I was using it last night and I to check some prices and I thought, this is actually much better than You the didn't buy
2: one. anything, just checking prices? Well, I'm broke. You like Come the on, the I can't <laughs> buy anything. <laughs> You're the guy that goes around calls. check pretty much. Yeah, price check,
0: price check. Um, no comment. I've seen a whole <laughs> bunch
1: of people that go into like readings bookstores and do all their like window shopping, find out what they want to buy and, get and it then they, on they go Amazon. on Amazon yeah. afterwards, yeah.
2: Or um it's got to wh- be crushing for. Uh, yeah, oh. it's not good for the high street.
0: Um but yeah, so you know, and these days there's so much beer around that it, it almost seems strange that People were once travelling so far to even oh get man, it basic beer. Oh, man, it used to
2: be um, uh, the thing that me and my friend Ronan did almost every Saturday, get up there and you know, take the time out. Before we had kids, so we could do it.
1: <laughs> I made a point of saying that like going from South Yarra to Yarraville or Kensington was a stretch, but I used to go there from Bentley, like near where you're brewing out of. So like, I know all about the pil- pilgrimage to oh, yeah. get the good brewing supplies.
2: Mm. So yeah. Well, you know... You you do what you have to. Um,
0: shall we get into this last beer and we'll find about this? Oh, sure. yeah, I think we've got two
2: more beers, in fact.
0: Ooh.
2: Get the lid if off someone it. Someone want
0: to stretch time while I uh, find
2: sure. my, my opener? Do you want me to tell you what it is? Yeah. It's a great idea. All right, so... I was about to
1: go on with absolute nonsense. Okay. and you've ne- Next absolute. beer
2: is um, Loose Trucks, which is our um, our porter pilgrimage. Pilgr- I just got to the word pilgrimage how, from before. How,
0: um for a skateboarding question, what do you prefer? Loose or tight?
2: It's loose trucks save lives, mate. Absolutely. For the layman at home and the person
1: sitting next to you, um, what difference does that make in the world of skating? Uh
2: turning corners to put it in <laughs> to put it totally how wobbly y- your board is. So your trucks are the things that the wheels are attached to that sit underneath your board and um you can have them tight up so it's hard to turn or you can have them loosened off so you can, you know, what skate with the a bit of swagger. What would be the
1: of having, a tight, having tight trucks?
2: Um, yeah, you want them a little bit tighter for high speeds maybe, but... Look, also when you're starting n- none out... None of us are getting involved with that anymore.
0: When you're starting out, if you've got loose trucks... Your board's wobbling over the place, so it's, it's easy to balance on tighter tracks. Yes, true but story. But if, if you're landing tricks and you want to do a, a cool maneuver,
2: I oh, saw so on
1: day two when you start landing some sick yeah, tricks. Yeah. You oh, wanna, <laughs> day yeah, day two, yeah, okay, right, that, I get that you that three
0: sixty yeah. flip you're about to throw down those stairs. Yeah, sure. You you listen, want them okay. low, so when yeah.
2: I when I land that one, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this is a. Um, it used to be the style used to be called. And I'm, like, I'm a BJCP certified judge, although I that's probably lapsed now. So. A lot of my brewing's been, you know, fairly two style, as it were. And um, uh, this would have been called a robust porter, which I believe they've re termed as an American porter now. Yeah, so really. Tweaked a lot of the wow. porter yeah, stuff. Now. So, yeah, so um, plenty of chocolate, um, a fair whack of roast, highest, highest quality malt backgrounds in there, English malt, English crystal malts, um, actually, Australian chocolate malt. Um, because it's slightly lighter coloured and, and we think that's really good. Roasted barley, um, uh, sorry, not roasted barley, sorry, um, black malt, uh, black barley. And um, fairly traditional and a little bit American hop choices. Um, I believe it's, um, oh, we, we we brew this, we've been brewing this a lot recently, so I, sh- I should have this off the top of my head. Cascade and um, Admiral, I believe is the English hop choice for this one.
1: So this is a pointless comment for a podcast, but it's
2: beautiful. Uh, it's yeah. a very pretty beer, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Now you
0: think you've you been brewing it a lot lately. Is it selling more at the moment?
2: Well, it's been seasonal, of course. We've just come through the cold months in Melbourne, and, and uh, I think that's one of the lovely things about this part of Australia. We can drink seasonally. Um, people in Brisbane don't have that luxury because it's just hot and a little bit less hot, and then it gets hot again. Um, <laughs> You know, w- we get, like, you know, today the roofs come over in here. Uh, they've lit the fire behind us. This is exactly what I want to be yeah, doing. And sure. we've got, um, you know, full bodied, chocolatey, malty, roasty, slightly hoppy f- porter. They're the really
0: nice, um, like, powdered cocoa, sort of chocolatey, but not overtly, just yeah. nice That's and d- gentle. Um, yeah,
2: dusted cocoa.
0: Mm, it's really lovely. Um, and But still nice and dry, not.
2: Yeah, and it's actually the. The least dry of all of our beers, Ooh. but the you know, dry is only dry in its context. So, this drink's nice and clean, it's got plenty of body there, though, for um, you know, filling out the palate. Mm. Um, but a good finish. I'm getting lots and lots and lots of um, that dry cocoa now on there. Mm. These are also quite fresh, which is good, and come from our new bottling, bottling regimes. So, um so l- looking forward to trying a few of these in about six months' time, actually. It's really drinkable, though. Like, <laughs> how <so> lucky! But <laughs> I mean, like,
1: I've like personally with any porters, stout, anything dark, I struggle to like string two together. But this is one I could probably yeah, quite easily do. This, like, l- this is like and Derek's nut brown ale, I could drink like perpetually. But um,
2: it absolutely yeah. loves going into a pint glass. I'll, I'll tell you that for nothing now. It's Good tip. It yeah, it's real friendly with a pint. It's um, yeah, and the, and the pint seems to empty real fast as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so these are your your three core beers. Yeah, was more or, there, or less. Was there sort of any decision around making uh, different core beers,
2: or they, these were always going to be your? Um, well, yeah. Look, when Gus um, Gus said, "What beers are we going to brew?" and I said, "Well, I think it makes sense to have at least a spectrum of." You know, uh, beers that, that different might appeal to different people, but could appeal to anyone. And so it was just a, it was a brief conversation. We need something, and they were all picked from beers I were al- I was already brewing. Um, we wanted this one because I love it. We wanted the SPA because it's it's kind of our. Pay. We haven't ra- yet. We, we are bringing out a new pale ale actually, um, but yeah, it was just let's try and make a little bit of something that can appeal to everyone in the room. Without being, you know, without making it sound like too much of a commercial decision or conversation, it just seems sensible.
0: A lot of Australian breweries don't really launch with a porter, um, or even have a porter in their range or a stout in their range.
2: Yeah, I wasn't ever letting that be in doubt. To be honest, S- uh, very fond of this beer.
0: It's, it's coming from New Zealand, um, and obviously the climate's a lot cooler there. And yeah, if you, you launch a brewery in New Zealand, you have to have something dark have Ah start. right really um, So you know it's it's kind of nice to see you know there's a couple now that I know that are a solid and dependable and Yeah cool kind of, um,
1: these, Outside these three core cool beers what was your favourite beer to brew as a home brewer?
2: Oh look I always enjoyed um, you know I was very stereotypical just enjoy, any, just enjoy throwing loads of hops in things um, dabbled a little bit and and would like to do some more with uh, with sour beers but um often when you when you're home brewing and and you've got a garden and and lots of neighbors you need turnover beers so you can't be making uh, uh sour beers that take two two years to age and stuff so yeah we i definitely got a lot of a lot of turnover with hoppy ales sure
0: that three year lambic that you you were brewing, yeah, no one wants to drink once no. you presented it to But them I, did, well.
2: I did actually, I did annihilate the entire street uh, one day with a 7% saison, and remarkably everybody loved it because saisons. well, who doesn't love saisons? You know, dry, crisp, clean and um, this one was a little bit on the boozy edge and yeah, not sure who put the kids to bed that night.
0: <laughs> so what are we going to
2: see from writers? Uh, now you've
0: got more capacity, are you going to sort of just keep hammering the...
2: Yeah, look, it'll definitely be um, extending the range of, uh, and by range I mean distribution of these uh, of these core beers, but I think in about six weeks or so we'll be having a new uh, bottle product, something that we've had in kegs for the past few months, which is a uh, 4.9% rye pale ale. So we wanted to have a pale ale that was sub 5%, and... Um, as i said before i was a little bit reluctant to to go there um because i felt like that was the the fallback for every startup brewery in the early 2000s so I, I i approached gus and said well how about if we make a rye pale ale you know so that we're not just every other run-of-the-mill pale ale and we actually have a point of difference and a reason for people to drink it Um so we've been selling that successfully as a keg product and that'll be um, I just brewed on brewed a fresh batch on Thursday so I think an amount of that will make it into bottle for um, a wa- testing the water as it were. Cool. What's your footprint? Uh, Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland. Actually we sell a lot of beer in Queensland. Uh so keep
1: hearing, actually, yeah. Everyone that sort of like appears to be a little Queensland mm. is kicking off, man.
2: Yeah. Kicking off. Have you been Um, up there yourself? I haven't, um, but I really want to go soon. Excuse me. Gus was up in Sydney last uh, week because we've got a new sales rep up there. Um, And we go through our distributor, which is BID, up in um, Queensland, who also look after, I believe, Two Birds and someone else who I can't remember. Um, but Queensland, I've got a lot of it. I mean, the, the whole of the Gold Coast seems to be improving with loads yeah, of it venues. Yeah, seems to be developing. And, um, a lot actually, yeah, and Brisbane itself, and yeah, it's looking like a good good spot to go for a beer. Sunshine and beer.
0: It's yeah. Who knew, huh? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> it's also good, like sunshine and flavourful beer. When there's that such a big thing around, you know, oh, if I'm in a Queensland sunshine, I just want a middle of the road lager. But like if I'm outside on a 40, deg- 40 degree day I still want something that tastes good
1: But also you're not always on a banana lounge
0: Yeah outside, You know what I mean You need other contacts are going to get to 20 degrees And you might want something a little bit more exciting <laughs> 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 so I'd like to be outside on a banana lounge Anyway Shall we um, take a quick break uh, Finish off these beers And then come back with a wrap up in the last beer Love to
2: Alright Sounds gross Looks like
0: me. Batteries are at a premium at the moment, but we're fine at it for, y- for you or overall? Globally or yeah. just here? Is there a national oh, battery the shortage? Global warming. I don't Fair know if you enough. guys have heard of a little something called global warming.
1: True.
2: It's going to be big. Uh, hey, it's
1: approaching spring and I was freezing earlier, so I don't think global warming <laughs> is true. <laughs> it's
0: not So-called
2: warming. experts, I think, is what Trump called them.
0: Yeah. Um, that's a whole different podcast. It is,
2: isn't it? Um, this you is you delicious, by the way. Yeah, this is Let's your Gab's beer. Yeah, yeah, so um, you know, I like to think I'm a generous sort. So we pulled a couple of bottles of this out of the cool room. and uh, this is the beer that we made for Gaz, which is a peanut butter brown ale. How did you do the peanut butter? Interesting story. We um we wanted to get peanut butter flavour in there and I um I knew from um just like you know, um homebrewing background that Adding uh, fatty nuts into beer is, is a bad, bad idea. And um, credit actually to Jamil Janašev for um, uh, all of the learnings I took from him and uh, from the
0: Home Brewing network. Anyone who's yes. listening to this podcast Absolutely. has heard about Jamil. I bet you there yeah. are people that haven't. Okay, I think we should enough. give him a shout out. Right, He's a legend. Yeah, thanks Absolutely. to
2: Jamil. Um, uh, he he gave me the knowledge a long time ago that if you want to get peanut butter flavour into beer, you use um, a product. Uh, I forget its exact name now i think it was only available in america for the longest time um, but it's a dehydrated defatted um peanut butter powder and um i had no idea where to get it um but it turns out um the place to get it was in um roid shops you know the uh <laughs> it's like the, I the bet. peanut protein I actually the pro- bet, the protein yeah. the, the 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 weightlifting shops um and so we um we did we did some trials I uh, drove around to those funny places and, and got some. And then when it came time to do the production batch, um, it turned out that it was available in the health food section at Kohl's. <laughs> so I went around, I think about half a dozen um, of the Coles shops, like, nearest to the brewery. I think it took me about two and a half hours to go around and basically scoop up all of the boxes that they had on the shelves so that we could get enough. Um, to put in here.
1: So how did you respond when the cashiers looked at you like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. it
2: definitely was a bit odd. <laughs> As I was that guy with the <laughs> the shopping trolley just full of only one thing.
0: <laughs> what p- what part of the process did you do you put that in?
2: Uh So we basically dry nutted. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we um we <laughs> we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> we we had to um we had to figure out how to do it, and um we sort of did it um. In a kind of a recirc, we built like an enclosed recirculation type of thing with a with a pump and a and a and a keg and a floating CO two blanket. So we would pull wort out of the because I mean it's powder right, so it's gooey when it's liquid. It's difficult to mix. So we very carefully and under sort of a CO two blanket got the beer out into um, a keg and slowly pumped it around as we mixed in the powder under a CO2 blanket. It's not constant innovation at Riders. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I think um, it's like a
1: key lesson here is that if you're a home brewer and you don't listen to the Brewing Network,
0: you
2: need to do that. Yeah, that's absolutely. A, yeah. That's a really good
0: point. Yeah. Um,
2: and read lots and lots of books, all right?
0: I, I really like that this... If I'm not sort of thinking about it, it's a, an easy-drinking brown.
2: And th- well, that's the other thing. We didn't want... Even though it was going to be our Gabs beer we knew that we'd have an amount of kegs left over. We didn't Very want it to be wise, a novelty. Yeah. We mm-hmm. didn't want it to be something that was only, you're only going to drink 100 mils of it, Gabs. I want you to be able to drink pints of this.
0: And, and there's still that peanut butter that, that goes through, like, if I'm thinking about it, I'm, I'm getting peanut butter, but if I'm not thinking about it, I'm getting brown. Then it's brown ale. Yeah. Just
1: quickly, yeah. just on the on the last subject, if ever I'm in a supermarket and I'm behind someone in the register that only has one thing, I always ask the cashier, I go, like, look, I was behind someone who had 30 boxes of Snickers, and I said... It was Derek for his Gabs beer. I always <laughs> say things like, I'm, I need some Snickers, I didn't see any, do you know? And they go, um... I'm not, uh, the last, per- uh, the la- and I, forget it, it's a joke, <laughs> don't worry about <laughs> it. <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> I actually had to,
2: because I was cleaning out the shelves on these, um, in, in Coles, this isn't an ad for Coles, by the way, uh, clean out the shelves, and I'd be cashing up, and I'd have to say, right, where can I get, can you find me the next store that's yeah, yeah. got more of these on the shelf, I need bag? to go, <laughs> I need to go clean them out as well. Do you Ed, Do you ever get like
1: conscious when you go there and buy like three things that are totally unrelated, and think what they're thinking when they put that through? We're, We're way like off seven track. minutes into our final segment. Yeah, and so we have us do touched some recommendations uh,
0: after getting completely off track. Sure. Do, do you guys have recommendations yet or do you want me to kick it off? I don't I'm have, I have nothing totally prepared, prepared. which is... Um, oh, Dave, you're prepared? Yeah, yeah. All right, you do it, Dave. What would you like to start with? Uh, give me a non-beer.
1: Non-beer? Okay. Next Friday night. I don't know what the date is, but if you're not watching Dogs v. Hawks Friday night uh semi final what what sport is that this is afl all right for those who aren't in melbourne go um, dogs oh my lord it's the product of two upsets it's going to be a huge match i cannot wait
0: shandy you got anything
2: uh for non-beer? this is non beer well yeah look i want to recommend even though i've only listened to it once this morning the new nick cave album nice the skeleton tree uh um, I put it on th- this morning and um, look, I wasn't in the room for the first song, but I came back in and my partner Tracy was visibly moved. And yeah, we love we love music a great deal. That's our passion. And um, so if the first track on the album had that effect on her, then um, I'm going to recommend that. That's a great
1: like reason for recommendation as well, because I've had yeah. a few circumstances where like on the first spin of an album, I've been phased out. And then I phased back in like halfway through a song and go, this is unbelievable. Well, yeah. this is yeah. the album
2: I was waiting for because, you know, he's, his son died um, last year. He True. fell, fell yeah. off that cliff, True. which was tragic. And um, I probably... Too soon joked that his next album would be a cracker because well oh, I'm you know. so
1: glad you said that because <laughs> I had nine <laughs> tears in heaven jokes ready ready to go you know and um, I didn't want to say him yeah, and and,
2: yeah. and it launched at the Astor I think the other night um, and I believe Nick was there for a Q and A so do um, that would have been unbelievable so I'm yeah. tol- I'm totally recommending the new Bad Seeds album awesome. even though I've only heard it once. Excellent. I think that's, that's like a, a m-
1: bigger recommendation. Given you when you heard it once, that you. i
2: just. I just know. I just. I just, yeah. I just know. I'm going to enjoy it over the next few weeks. Luke, is your uh, non-beer.
0: Um. So it's also music. Uh, I've been listening to the new D'La Soul album. Oh, Pioneers, cool. Um, and they've the the new album. They've basically got a whole lot of session musicians in because they're in a whole lot of trouble for sampling, and they they're locked into record contracts. So to avoid that whole thing for the new album, um, they've brought a whole lot of session musicians in and just got them to jam for like weeks. To recreate then, the samples. And then they've just sampled all of all the jam all the what they've produced out of that. And it's this really interesting, crisp, organic. And sounding. is it Prince
2: Paul? Is it the usual lineup? Yeah, is it yeah. yeah. Yep.
0: Um, I I'm not sure about the production of the whole thing or the sampling, how that all worked. Um but yeah it's just It's a good idea though, isn't it? It's an amazing yeah. idea and they've got some really good collaborations. They've got um uh, talking Heads, David David Byrne, David Byrne, yep, another like an Scotsman. Amazing song with him, um, "Little Dragon," which is just an amazing song with those guys. Um, the guy from the Darkness, that's an awesome song. With <laughs> what? <them. laughs> Snoop Dogg's in there. Um, two chains. shout out to my trap boys, he's on there. Um, a really, really good album, and the kind of album you can get into and really just nestle in and enjoy a, a good strong good recommendation. Yeah. yeah,
2: power. All right, I like that we've had two music.
0: Yeah, and two pretty different music. Yeah,
2: true. Okay. We so have a lot
1: of music recommendations here. I reckon if anyone takes our recommendations, they've got some pretty solid playlists developing, I think. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Dave? Beer recommendations. Feels like there's a slight whiff of nepotism given that we're at the Tap House, but I'm recommending the Hell's Lager of Stomping Grounds. I mean, oh. you feel like you've,
0: meet, you've recommended Stomping Ground in the past.
1: I have Stomping Grounds. I think Gibb Street Pale has featured yep. once, maybe twice, but um, the lager is so good. Yeah. I was at a pre-show um, dinner and drinks last night at Arbury on South Yarra on the Yarra River, and I had a burger and a schooner of that lager, and it was perfect, and it was just unreal. Wow. So very, I really very like strong. That, that yeah. lager. that's good. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, really Asher
2: good. is kicking He's more goals serious than Collingwood. right yeah. there no. <laughs> that's true yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got for us, Shandy? A beer uh, yeah. recommendation? Crumbs. Um... Can I have two? Yeah, I'd love to get that, that. Would that be awful? I mean, no. What? Yeah. Well, I just—I feel like since Dave mentioned um, Stomping Ground, I want to give a shout to their um, their milk stout, the Bear Brass, which, which is. Oh, really nitro. on Nitro, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's fully sick. It's. I'm it, going tonight, so that's. Yeah, gonna <laughs> it. <gonna happen, laughs> it's, 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 it's very very good. I was up there on Father's Day, um, took the kids there, and um, had um Happy Father's Day. Thanks, man. Well, for all the dads, for all the dads, yeah. yeah. they're well there. past it by now, by yeah. the way. M- let's milk it for a little longer. And okay. um, all the beers are great. And the the, the standout was the beer brass, the the stout, the milk nice. stout. And actually, my partner Tracy, who doesn't drink beer generally, she'll drink our Easy Rider. She'll drink um, uh, a couple of Mountain Goat Steams, things like that, and she's always been fond of Guinness though and she enjoyed the pint as well so that was a strong awesome. recommend strong yeah, beer recommendation yeah. from her um my other beer recommendation and it's not a new beer but I've been drinking a bit of recently is the liberty knife party yeah i've been yeah i uh, had that pretty recently i've been <laughs> massively keen on you know discovering my favorite uh, style of IPA at the moment and they nail it with a really really dry but Malt flavourful um, base and um, just layers of hops, but it's got to be fresh. And I, I, I've, that's I've had. That's interesting that you say that. Actually, I've had a few uh, from different venues, and some have been awesome, and some have been less. So, but that's uh, that's my rec.
0: Drinking the in New Zealand every time I go back. Liberty's on top of my list. Yeah. Well,
2: it's um, I'm not making this an advert, but the um, go to Coles.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: the uh, down, down. Prices are down. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, the Celebrations on Glen Huntley Road, which is near where I live, has got um knife party that is very fresh. All right. Enjoyed That's it. One. That's where I got the best stuff recently.
0: I better edit this podcast and get it out quickly. <laughs> Otherwise All right, Luke,
2: beer recommendation.
0: Um, I'm going to recommend Clip. Uh, the ah. Good idea. Uh, yeah. So it's not strictly beer, but if it you are going record. to a bar with Clip or if you run a bar and you don't have Clip, or, or any kind of uh, virtual tab, Uber, whatever you want to call it, for, for having a tab. <laughs> Boober. Yeah. Uber? Yeah. Beer Uber. Uber. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Boober. There you yeah. go. Uh, I think there's something else on the internet. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I was, I'm um, don't Google <laughs> that. Kind yeah. of reg-
2: I regret saying that now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but basically, you walk in, you open your tab on your phone... You tell them your number, you close your tab when you're leaving the bar you on your phone. You never leave your credit card behind. You don't have to give anyone your credit card, you don't have to pay cash. It's such a good system. Oh, how good would it be Ever? if they
2: have geolocation on that so it closes automatically as you it's fall out the door nice. and you, or as you leave? You
0: forget and stumble <laughs> out. Yeah. Um, I also like you can set a limit because tabs and bars, you know, anyone can hear a tab number and just put anything on your tab. Cool. It, it happens occasionally, but this one you can set a $100 limit and no one can... How cool Buckles is that? Yeah. Yeah. Really good. You can so you can good.
1: split fares. They have um, this is a great recommendation by the way. Yeah, they um, should sponsor us. I don't know yeah, why. <laughs> they um, also have like promotional. It's great they were styles. drinking out of these clip glasses. <laughs> you, that's great. Look. Phone in for a clip hat. <laughs> but um, <laughs> one night that I was out with some friends, I was using clip and no one else was, and I noticed the bar we were at had a forty percent off your clip tab promotion. Yeah, so occasional promotion. I just said to my friends, dudes. I'll get everything, you just transfer money to me, and we got 40% off our night.
2: And That's you made $200. 35% dis- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. percent> off.
0: <laughs> um, but it's so easy as someone that... I, I've forgotten my, my wallet, my credit card. I, I forget things in pubs frequently. Oh. A, so How does that happen,
1: card. Luke? But when you like walk into a bar the next day and say, Hi, um, I left my card here last night. Can I please just get a back they look at you
2: and it's not pleasant You, you can oh avoid well, I mean, all of that. Yeah. or that time i had to retrieve my entire wallet from revolver <laughs> come on <laughs>
1: you had to go there when the sun was up that is unfortunate has anybody be handed happen?
2: anything in you fucking <laughs> idiot
0: one of my locals used to have a cabbie hole for me uh i'd sit at the bar put my phone my wallet even my bag, so you w- work hospitality, have that there. And I just stash everything in the hole when I forgot it. So yeah, clip, avoid those fucking problems. Clip is good, yeah. It's good recommendation. That's a strong one, yeah. Thank you. Um,
2: all right, let's wrap this up. All right. Shandy, where can we find you on the internet? Oh, look, <laughs> for someone who works in the internet, I'm not very on the internet in terms of uh, social media. Uh, we've got our writers' um, Facebook page. We've got writers' Instagram, which you can find at um, Instagram forward slash writers brewing co and i believe it's also facebook forward slash writers brewing co and um, everything we post goes doubled up there so um, one or t'other one or t'other uh, you won't find anything on our website because i'm a web developer so uh, you know that's that that hasn't happened yet um that's really the extent of our social media reach
0: awesome dave
2: you can catch me on uh twitter and instagram at
1: Melba dave same thing with periscope i have a feeling we'll probably be Moving off Periscope to either Facebook, I uh, probably Facebook. I would have thought Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Yeah, uh, could I think that. we can probably reach more people that You're way. Tell me,
2: Periscope didn't take off. <laughs> it
1: almost did. I think it's a great like the live broadcasting is really. I think is really fun and I interesting, I especially not, for this kind of thing.
2: I don't think our um, broadband infrastructure is set up yet for Periscope yeah. or sure, the yeah. like. To be honest.
1: But I just switched from 2.5 gigabytes of data on my mobile plan to 20. So I oh can do whatever good. I want. At, t- asserti- at, yeah. a s- at a slow rate. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so same username for Periscope, but I have a feeling that if you want to catch that sort of stuff, I think Facebook Live might be the future. All
0: right, cool. Let's assess that off mic. Sure.
1: Let's cool. do it on mic. What's and all. <laughs> See you um, guys. You yeah. can
0: find me at Ale of a Time on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I'm Instagramming a lot more lately.
1: Because of the stories function?
0: No, I don't like the stories function. I just figure that's where everyone's going. Anyway, right, okay. Uh rate us on iTunes. Please, please. Yeah. Please. Shandy, if you haven't done that yet, you said you listened five out of five from you, it'll be great. Yeah. Um
2: I do enjoy a good podcast, so I'll be sure to listen to another one.
0: Excellent.
1: <laughs> uh send us oh, emails if you want to have like non Melbourne related news, please. Yeah, get in sh- touch with us. Tell us about it. Uh
0: thank you to Toehider for the music. Love those guys. Oh, um, Andrew Saltmarsh, who does all the, the artwork for Toe Hider, awesome friend of mine, and he's putting out some T-shirts for Toe Hider. Even if you don't like their music, he's got some good designs. Grab a so T-shirt. Yeah, grab a it T-shirt. I'll help. put a link.
1: Sure, in the show notes.
0: All right. Cheers, everyone. Thank you. Cheers, Shandy.
1: Thank
2: you.